We go to the Harbor One hotline. He is calling game one with Keith Jones and Brendan Burke on NBC. Brian Boucher with Gresh and Keith here on the WEI Sports Radio Network. Brian, good morning. I'm wondering if you get that. Like, what kind of feeling is it for a guy like you where, like, playing in the Stanley Cup playoffs versus getting ready to call Stanley Cup playoff hockey, does it still give you the willies in the belly? <laughs> uh, good morning, guys. Uh, it does. Uh, an exciting time of year as a player, there's no doubt about that. It's exciting for coaches, uh, anybody involved with, you know, with these teams. But i, I got to be honest with you, I, I look forward to this time of year as a broadcaster. It's two months on the road. Uh, I'll be doing multiple series, uh, not only uh, Boston and Washington, but also Tampa and Florida on the uh, on the on the other days. So it's exciting, and I, and I love the first round because there's hockey on every night. Uh, it's just an exciting time of year, and considering all that we've uh, been through uh, as a society, uh, it's nice to have games being played in everybody's buildings, and hopefully with some. Uh, increased fans and uh, something that I'm really looking forward to. Brian, for this Bruins-Capitals matchup, where do you see the Bruins having an advantage and where do you see the Capitals, if they have one, having an advantage? Well, I think for Boston now, they're not just a one-line team anymore. And I think that was the concern that uh, everything flowed through the perfection line. And if uh, if they weren't producing, then you, know, you could find a way to you know, to beat the Boston Bruins. And uh, I think now uh, they've got two lines that can play. And, and Krejci, uh, Smith, and, and Hall have been fantastic since the trade deadline. Their numbers indicate that. It creates matchup problems uh, for the Capitals now. Um, and that's that's a positive. So I think, you know, that that, that is where Boston has improving. They, they could have an advantage. I think it's going to be a physical series. Uh, either way you shake it. But the negative for Washington is that they, they're not healthy, and that that poses a problem for them now, especially considering that Boston is getting healthy. Their back end uh, is healthy. Uh, they, they've got balance to their team. Um, I think Boston's in a good spot considering their health, considering their balance, uh, the fact that they're scoring now not only with the top line. And for Washington, I know there's a lot of talk about their power play being an advantage over Boston during the regular season, but – Keep in mind, and their power play consists of T.J. Oshie, Evgeny Kuznetsov, John Carlson, Alex Ovechkin, all of which are dealing with some sort of ailment. I don't even know if Kuznetsov will play in this series. I don't know if Oshie will. Carlson looks like he, he will play, and Ovechkin played the last game. But all those power play numbers mean nothing to me if all those guys are not, not playing or some of them aren't playing. In terms of the Bruins... Taylor Hall has lit the second line on fire. Did you expect Taylor Hall to be this good, Brian, in this environment? Uh, no, uh, and I apologize for the phone issues. I got to pay my phone bill. I guess. Nah, you're all good, friend. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I, I I had my reservations about Taylor Hall, but in the back of my mind, you always wondered if you put him in a situation where. You know, you're around real, you know, guys that have been there before, true professionals, guys like, you know, Krejci and Bergeron and Marshan, um, you know, that could he, could he, you know, kind of conform to a, a team, a team standard. And, and he has, and credit to him, credit to Don Sweeney and the, and the pro scouts that, um, you know, 
pushed him to make this move. It's been fantastic, and it's slotting everybody in the right spot. I mean, Nick Ritchie on the left on the left side of Krejci's second line. It just doesn't. It's not. It, he's not a second line left wing in the National Hockey League on a contending team. And now everybody is slotted in the right spot. The people that are probably mad are guys like Jake DeBrus, uh, who's gotten pushed down the lineup. But the reality is, is you know, Jake has had a hard time scoring this year. And now it puts him in a, in a spot where maybe there's better matchups for him. Yeah, he's not playing on top two lines, and that probably hurts his feelings. But the reality is is that uh, you've you got to win games in the playoffs, and now they're more balanced. And Taylor Hall has come in. He's bought in. He's used his speed. He's backed um, defenders off. He's created uh, offensively uh, with that line. He's got a great playmaker in Krejci. And, uh, you know, they've done a fantastic job. Let's see if they can continue it now once uh, the heat ratchets up here in the playoffs. What do you think this series is going to be like for Zidane Chara After 14 years with the Bruins, he won a cup, went to a couple of other final, and now his first year away from the Bruins and first round having to go up against them. It's going to be hard for him. I mean, it's it's emotional, right? You, you, you know, you've won a, a Stanley Cup with um, – Several of the guys that are on the other side, you, you know, you, you came close two years ago, one game away against St. Louis. There's so many, you know, great memories that you have of being a Bruin. It, it's not easy to change sweaters and then have to, you know, get in a seven-game series battle against them. Uh, but I'm, I'm sure he's looking forward to it, too. You know, I think he's excited. I think this is a great challenge for him. Sometimes when you're in the same place for a long time, things can get stagnant. And uh, I don't think Richard, that's the case because he's not a guy that is complacent and, and rests on his laurels. He's a, he's a real pro that way. But, you know, a little, a little change up like this can really grab your attention. And I'm sure he'd like nothing more than to shake the, the hands of his buddies at the end of a series and, and, and come out on top. Uh, but he's going to have some inside information uh, for the Capitals inside that room with the coaching staff. And their pre-scouts before this series, he knows how to push the buttons or where the buttons should be pushed on certain players with Boston. And uh, he knows the the set plays off of face-offs that that they can be aware of. Uh, Those are all valuable things to have. And and also, he still can defend and he can play at this level. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. It's a great storyline. NBC NHL analyst Brian Boucher with Gresham Keefe here on the WEI Sports Radio Network. How do you rationalize or contextualize the presence of Tom Wilson in the playoffs? Is his presence much ado about nothing, or do you got to have your head on a swivel out there? It's a great question. Um, I would say 85 to 90% of the time, keep your head on a swivel. But you wonder, um, with all that's transpired, all of the, the, the noise about him, all of the criticisms, at some point does it affect him, right? Does he, does he stop and say, you know what, I, I just can't, I, I can't continue to play the way I play. And if he doesn't play the way he plays, is he effective anymore? You know, his game is predicated on getting in on the forecheck, getting a, a body on somebody, sometimes, and sometimes he crosses the line, but he doesn't think about that. You know what I mean? He thinks about just having a presence. But if he, if he you know, just changes his mindset slightly, is he as effective a player as he, as he can be? And I don't know where he's at mentally, truthfully, to be honest with you. I would think that he still says, you know what, I don't care. If I, gotta go, if I go and hit somebody and it, it crosses the line, I, I get 10 games or 15 games, so be it. If that's the way he's going to play, then he's going to have an effect on this series. Um, if he takes his foot off the gas a little bit, slightly, 
maybe he's not as effective, you know. But the other thing that I wonder about Tom Wilson in this series, and especially with all the injuries that, that Washington is dealing with, is can you get under his skin, right? And, and can you get him um, unraveled? And if you can, discipline may be an issue with Tom Wilson, you know, because all eyes are on him. We've seen what Trent Frederick was able to do in this, ser- uh, in this uh, regular season uh, with Tom Wilson. He stood up for him. He fought him. Uh, that goes a long way. Uh, there's not a lot of guys that are willing to do that. And, and, and prior to the hit on Brandon Carlo, you know, Frederick got him twice in that shift, and you could see he got, he got Tom Wilson rattled. And he got him. He got him upset and got him undisciplined. Now, if that happens in this series, I think Boston's going to win a special teams battle because I'm not convinced that the Capitals' power play is going to be what it was in the regular season against Boston because of some of the issues, some of the injuries that I talked about earlier. So um, that's something to watch for. What type of effect will Wilson have? Is it going to be positive or negative in this series? Um, you know, that's, that's something to watch for. To your knowledge, do the other members of the Capitals all support Tom Wilson and they have his back, or are they thinking, you know what, the next time you do something, somebody could come after us and it's maybe not worth it? I don't I don't get the sense that uh, guys are worried about him doing his thing and that there's going to be retribution uh, to, their, to their team. I think they, they understand what Tom Wilson is, the what he brings to their team, uh, and they want him to continue playing that way. You know, Lars Eller... Um, was asked about it uh, after the Rangers game. And, uh, you know, he talked about the importance of Tom Wilson on their team and, and how they he doesn't want him to change his style of play whatsoever. Um, that's what makes him effective. You know, there's a lot of guys that, that can be played physical uh, in, in this league. There's not a lot of guys, there's very few guys that can be physical, yet bring an offensive element to their game as well. And I think the one thing that, makes Tom Wilson so unique versus a lot of players in this league is that um, so many are so concerned about not crossing the line, and Tom Wilson seems unafraid to cross the line. Like, he plays with a reckless abandon that, uh, you know, he, yeah, he, you know, he does it and, and, and asks for forgiveness after. And I think there's a lot of guys that don't do that. I think a lot of guys think about what others think. A lot of guys think about, you know, what the code is. And he really doesn't care. And that, and truthfully, whether you like him or not, that's what makes him effective. And that's why he's valuable to that team. And I don't think his teammates want him to change at all. Brian, is there a part of this series that you think is going to be really important that's flying under the radar right now? Uh, flying under the radar? Uh, not really. I mean, I think, you know, what, what we expect from this series is a – a hard-fought physical series. Um, I think the health of the Capitals is the, the biggest question mark for me. And, mm-hmm. and, if, and if guys like Kuznetsov are not available, Oshie's not available, Carlson's not at 100%. I don't even know if Ovechkin is at 100%. He's only played one game uh, since being you know, dealing with that lower body. You know, this could be this could be a short series because you're looking at a, a you know a goaltender in Washington that is inexperienced. Like, Vitek Vanacek has never played a playoff game before. And, you know, I'm, I'm not convinced that he's going to go the distance either. I mean, we could end up seeing uh, Craig Anderson uh, in this series if things go sideways for the Capitals. And at that point, you know, this could be a, a relatively short series if that's the case. So I think what we expect is a hard-fought physical series. If, if the Capitals are healthy, it's going to be a long, hard-fought series. I question whether or not Washington's power play will really be 
uh, as effective as it was during the regular season. Boston's penalty kill is very good. I know it hasn't had success against Washington's power play, but uh, I, I tend to think that this Boston team is so well coached uh, and they defend so well that this could be uh, it could be a really tough matchup for Washington. Do you think the Bruins, and it kind of sounds like you do, but do you think the Bruins have what it takes to win the whole thing? I do, uh, and, and I'll, full disclosure, um, I, I really thought in the, in, before the season started, I thought Boston would be the team that would miss the playoffs, and um, I've said it publicly, and uh, I'm eating my words, and I don't, I have no problem admitting to that. I just thought that you know the injuries to Marshan and Pasternak coming into the season might put them behind the eight ball. I questioned their defense, whether or not they would be able to be good enough to defend, uh, and it turns out that. Uh, Bruce Cassidy did a fantastic job of getting this team through some hard days before they they uh, they made the moves at the trade deadline. And uh, Cassidy deserves a, a ton of credit for that. And now this team is on the other side of it, and they look like a much different team because of the balance scoring that they have. McAvoy took another step in his development of being a, an elite defenseman in this league, especially defending-wise and playing with some bite. Uh, they're healthy on the back end. Tukarask has a lot to prove uh, this year, especially considering the way he had to leave the bubble last year. I think he's going to be motivated. Um, they're in the toughest division in, in the NHL. There's no doubt about it. These first two rounds are going to be very, very hard. And if they don't win a Stanley Cup um, in getting by these two rounds, it's because the, the first two rounds took a huge chunk out of them. But the team that gets out of the East, I think, is going to be uh, considered uh, to be one of the favorites when it gets to the Final Four. And I think Boston, because of the experience that they have, the leadership that they have, and the fact that they, they're always good defensively, uh, that gives them a chance. And now they've got the scoring that is balanced to, to go with it. Um, I'm a believer in Boston. I ate my words that they made the playoffs, and uh, I'm okay admitting to that. And the credit goes to the you know to Don Sweeney and his staff, and also Bruce Cassidy for getting this team to where they are right now. You can see Brian Boucher, part of the crew, calling the game on NBC Saturday night. Bruins Caps game one. Brian, thanks for the breakdown. Truly appreciate it.